five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. It's definitely a uh, a Blue Angel esque sort of intro, would you say? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got that dog on there, up there. Uh, Ponjo, uh, right? No, Ponjo, you a lover. You're a lover. <laughs> yeah, you are. So we got so this is a pillar of community. I have, I have the legendary coach Jim Fagan, joined oh, by Ponjo. <laughs> First name Ponjo, last name Ponjo Davis. Debbie's loving dog, the sh- uh, the Shiba Doodle. He's heading back out to his dog bed. Yeah, you go. Well, Good. welcome, Coach Fagan. It's a, an honor to have you here to chit chat. It's very, very nice of you to invite me. There you go. Um, podcast. This is your first podcast, huh? Yes, it is. Now we're talking. Yeah. First and maybe not last. Maybe we'll do it again if we like it. Okay, Only good. Only if we like you, it. You mean I might pass or I might fail, right? <laughs> I, know. I got you. I, I think you hold high high potential. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. Uh, you have a good recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, excuse me. Um, so we were just talking about Blessed Sacrament, the school right down the road yeah. at Chevy Chase Circle. And when you went there, they were not the Bulldogs. I, I now, maybe they were. I mean, no, you don't, it doesn't it, jump out in your head. Yeah, it wasn't the Bulldogs at yeah. that time. Uh, can't remember what it was, though. Yeah. The, the parish priests that organize the sports love the Redskins, so I think they would like to have something like that, Redskins <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Indians. Um, and then so it was BS, and you grew up in the area, right? Where, where did your, your parents live? Uh, my father lived in southwest Washington, and my mother lived in Riverdale. I understand. Many, many years ago. Yeah, many yeah, yeah. Ago. Very cool. And my father uh, was an engraver. Yeah. He engraved jewelry. Uh, he engraved trophies. He engraved uh, Purple Heart for every Marine who was killed in the Second World War. Wow. He did all the Congressional Medals of Honor. And he charged three cents a letter. <laughs> and with that, he sent his three children to private school. Oh, very good. He worked a lot of hours. That's a lot of engraving, you know. Uh, that's, that's a big time job commission to. I don't know how. I, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't easy that uh, to get that job of of doing all that engraving. Yeah, and it, it, so no been, machines. They didn't have no. machines in those days. They just have a tool that they used. Yeah, and you got to be good and exact, and it's got to look like a typewriter. Yeah, exactly. Before right. the typewriter, almost or whatever. <laughs> you know, exactly. That's a that's a neat skill. Yeah. I have a tournament every summer down in, in Bethany. Uh-huh. Have you ever play the Salt Pond Golf Course? No, uh-huh. it's a little par three golf course, and uh, we've been doing it for 16, 17 years. <clears throat> it's called the Salty Dog Classic, and it benefits the Washington Jesuit Academy. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we sponsor a student there, um, but uh, the trophy I take it every day, every day, every year to get it engraved with the winners on it. And uh-huh. the guy is old school, and he engraves out of his uh, his garage. And he's got the two. I've seen him do it, and it's it's an art, total art form. Yeah, you know. Now, does he use a machine to do mm-hmm. it? No, hand, all with hand. Hand, good. Yeah, handheld tools. Handheld tools. Yeah. yeah, and it's like the letters are, the A's all look like the similar A, but there are little 
differences that give it character. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not a pure stamp press. Everything's the same. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? It's yeah, the hu- exactly. the human touches there. I think exactly. You know exactly. Engraver. How did he get that? And how did he get that job of doing the 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 Purple Hearts and the Medal of Honor? He must have been good. The, the, yeah, those uh, they got on the bids. They had. I guess low price and uh, good quality, and there weren't That's that many. Combo. There weren't that many engravers in the Washington area at that time. I imagine there was maybe three or four. Okay, so he did a lot of jewelry store work and yeah. that type of thing. That was tops. Never saw him at Christmas time. Never saw your pop because he's been engraving, huh? I did. He was doing the engraving. Did everybody's silverware and everything, but did not do my mother's. <laughs> <laughs> ours, yeah. ours was not engraved. I understand. I understand. Um, so, BS, then you went over to Gonzaga? No, no. Oh, oh to school. Yeah, I'm, sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in no, the no. coaching right now. No, yeah, no, no. okay, yeah. That, down that, to I that, Street. That yeah. down, that, down to I Street. I played for Joe Kozik down there. Yeah. Graduated in 1950. Uh, in 1949, we were the city championships. That, that was the fall of my senior year. We uh, we beat Bullis. Bullis was the public school champion, and we were the private school champions. There you go. Very nice. Played in the old Griffith Stadium. Oh, my that gosh. That's going back a few that, years. Uh, yeah, that certainly is. Um, and you liked you liked being an eagle down there. Was it an eagle? Wasn't that mascot an eagle at the time? Do you remember? Who, uh, Gonzaga? Gonzaga, purple eagle. Yeah. Yeah, you know purple eagle. I know. I know. Like, you see them every day, too don't you? well, man. <laughs> I just, when I walk in the dog in the neighborhood, there's a lot of purple. <laughs> and right across the street is purple. Yeah. My neighbor's Pat Judge. Um, he's a Gonzaga grad. And they let you know that they are, <laughs> that God is purple and they're yeah. eagles, you know? And it's wonderful they have that pride. You have yeah. the same pride in the blue and gray. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, that's wonderful. Go ahead. Talk a little bit about sure. my grade school coaching. Great. Uh, I was working at a radio and television repair shop, and I'd go up and watch Blessed Sacrament practice at uh, 41st and uh, Western Avenue. And the, I got developed an interest, and then uh, the guy that was coaching there left, and good father Lyons said, would, would you like to coach the team? So I uh, said, yeah, I'd love to. I didn't know that much, but I knew how to play guard. I knew what guard was supposed <laughs> to do. But, so anyway, uh, I got uh, Dr. Scalessa, who after he worked with me, uh, he's a pediatrician. Uh, he was uh, the uh, team doctor at St. John's. And then Dr. Radis, a dentist, really, really good guy. Uh, he went. He, he went on and sent, sent his kids to prep. And uh, my special team coach was uh, Bishop Tommy Lyons when he was very, very young. Before he became a bishop, obviously. Yeah. So I had a good staff. I had a good staff. Did that for for a year, and then I got drafted. Served two years in the service, and when I got out, I went back to. Bless the sacrament and did the television repair business and did that for three or four years and then started coaching at Georgetown Pro. Unreal. Wow. Um, so you got drafted into what? What, what? what year is this? When I started at Prep. Yeah. You said you got drafted. For- drafted in the Army in 53. Okay. 
53 to 55. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, was that, was that Korea? That was that a career? No, no. What was that for a war? Or a... It, it, it was between two two wars. Okay. Between the Korean and the Vietnam. Okay. War. All right. Cool. So, how how was your experience there when you're in the army? I I loved it. I were loved you it. were you around here? Were you, no. no. Uh, the last nine months I was at the Pentagon. Okay. And man, I was King Tut because <laughs> King everybody Tut. everybody there was an officer <laughs> and I was a corporal. Alrighty. So they they loved the enlisted man. I, I think I was the only enlisted man around. Oh, really cool. <laughs> Really cool. But uh, uh, taught microwave repair, and, and then I uh, put him for a transfer to Pentagon. They put me there, and I guess I had a station between uh, Pentagon and Fort Monroe, Virginia. In those days, your microwave would travel 35 miles, so you have to have a repeater station every 35 miles. And I was at the base station, and that was at the roof of the Pentagon. I right. Think. No, you're good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, no I just said, sounds yeah. So yeah. that was an interesting chapter, I would think. Um, and then Georgetown Prep. Oh. Georgetown Prep needed a football coach or what? Or did you start coaching football there, or did you do something? Uh, no, I started coaching football there. Uh, I was took. I was coaching Blessed Sacraments basketball team, and we were in the first tournament they had schoolboy tournament yeah at prep and uh father Ma- michael marr was up in the stands and he came down and he says i'd like to talk to you after your game so i went up there and he says i hear good things about you would you like to coach here mm-hmm. and i thought he was talking about the seventh and eighth grade that they used to have a seventh and eighth grade yeah. at that time yeah and i said no i'm very happy with where i am I, Said so we'd be just like a move over, and he said, well, "No, I'm not talking about seventh and eighth. Would you like to coach a varsity?" Right. And I went golf. Golf. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I went home and talked with my wife. She said, "Give it a shot." So I did. I called Frank Gilmore up immediately. He probably has forgotten more about football than most people ever knew, huh. and he was willing to come on staff. Franny Gleason, I grabbed, it, got him. And uh, it was it was just you know really really good great ex- great experience. I, I worked with some wonderful people, and uh, almost all of the people I worked with were um, uh, doing other jobs, and it was just part time work for them. Right. Uh, and the first year I was coaching, we had some interns come out from Georgetown to take care of the kids, and I said, "This, this isn't going to work." Uh-huh. So I got hold of uh, Dr. Keegan, who uh, had children play for me at Bloodsaw Sacrament. He said, yeah, I'll be your team doctor. Yeah. So he did that for about 27 years. Huh. Never sent a bill to anybody. <laughs> how about that, how about yeah. that for a great man? That is, uh, they were all great men. I mean, uh, Granny Gleason, Frank Gilmore. Uh-huh. I was lucky enough to have my son coach there for a while. Danny Perro was a wonderful addition to the staff. Mm-hmm. That's some real good people. The um, coaching profession is pretty special, huh? It is very special. And you it, didn't like. I mean, you you coached out of uh, you got out of college, right? Yeah. You coached um, at um, the, the, the Blessed Sacrament. Blessed Sacrament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have like a? You're in when you're in college. You study education. Um, did you have the an inkling 
or uh, a pool, um, a, a want to be a teacher, or or was it more of a coach? Nope. Or, no, nope. I had no no intention of continuing coaching or uh, teaching or anything like yeah. that. I had another job, and this was just you know part time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part time became full time. But then I just I fell in love with it. It's funny how it's funny how um uh it works out like that. You know, it was never your really intention. No, no. You know, no. in college and even after college, but sometimes hobbies or side things you realize that that's what I want to do for the real thing. Exactly, you know? Exactly. And then going to prep, I mean, it was like I died and went to heaven. <laughs> I mean, the way they treated me and the way they treated my family and and my friends and Coaches and teachers, they uh, they really treat their employees very well. That's great. That's wonderful. Um, and then you were you coached the varsity from what's your first year? 50, 61. 61. And I can tell you your last year. I mean, let me let me guess. Let me see if this is right. 90, uh, 98. Uh, 96. 96. 96 was last season. Good memory. Because I remember I was 96, I was a freshman, and I played freshman football. And uh, the following year, 97, I was a sophomore, obviously, and then I was, that was Coach Perro's first year. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I remember the turning the turn, turn it over. And he is one wonderful guy, let me tell you. He's, uh, he's got so much going for him. He's very personable. He uh, – he, does things the right way. Yeah. And no shortcuts. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was always your thing as well. I remember you always say, act like you've been there before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, yeah, like my first year, I, I played, so my sophomore year, I played running back. Same with junior and senior. But I remember like maybe scoring a touchdown uh, early on in my career and being, you know, oh, elated, maybe two. Um, too pumped up or whatever, and act like you've been there before, Gareth. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Coach Vagan? <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any other any other good ones, gems that you can, no, re- can remember or that you like to say? Some of the alumni will remember them, but I know oh, I know. <laughs> quote you until they're blue in the face. I bet. What was um, what was your and coaching and stuff? What's the what's the what what do you like most about it? Can you um, figure out like what was it that really the most exciting part about the coaching? The relationships that you have yeah. with the young people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wins are great. Yeah, losses are horrible, but yeah, you know, win, win, wins are great. But it's it's really about the relationship. It's, it's what you might you never you never realize what the young people pick up from what you do and they remind you of it years ago and I said, Oh, is that right? You know? Yeah. It's just um it's amazing. And that's that's the beauty of, of coaching. Yeah. You leave a little bit of yourself with the kids. <laughs> I mean and to an extent it's like <clears throat> if you're a good person, just be yourself and uh the and it'll be effective. You obviously have to know so the X's and O's and stuff that you have to know the game. But if you're a good, strong person, if you're raised well, it's uh, almost like second nature. Yes, sir. You know, and I mean, the, the thing you said about kids and everything—it's amazing what they 
you're you're on the stage all the time, mm-hmm. and the spotlight is always on you. Yeah, you don't know who's looking at you. Uh-uh. You really don't. Uh-uh. I mean, me teaching for, I taught for 15 years in modern day, everything you do, whether in school, out of school, whatever, it's uh, you got it, it's a lifestyle. Exactly. You know, and now with Debbie, and Debbie has four kids and everything, and uh, they'll bring up stuff that I might have said you know, a few weeks ago. It's like, God, it's good to know that you're listening. <laughs> I think what I said was correct, but yeah. but I, it's good to know that, you know, yeah. it's not in one ear, out the other. You know, Some of the stuff actually stayed in there. Yeah. Some of the important stuff you go to, at least in your mind, goes right out right out the window. <laughs> Things yeah. that you think are yeah. important, you know, might be a little bit different to their little minds. Exactly. But exactly. It's, uh, I always uh, kind of call it, uh, you, know, you know what, Mr. Uh, Billy McMurtry would call it, we're in the business or the profession of, of role modeling, uh-huh. you know, just how, how we act, how we live our lives is the most probably important thing that gets conveyed to the young minds. Yeah. And you don't know who's looking at you or when know. they're looking at oh, you. Oh, no. It helps keep you on the straight and narrow. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. And I mean, I'm very yeah. lucky I married a beautiful, wonderful woman and, uh, she uh, unfortunately died three or four years ago, and five years, six years now. Uh, but to her, it was the most important thing to her uh, that I like and that, that I was able to do the things that I like, and she made it possible. She was a part of the team. She used to sing the national anthem at all the football games, and uh, and she tolerated all my foolishness when I, when I, <laughs> when I was trying to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was a like a, like I said, like a lifestyle. It's a family affair. Like yeah. nowadays, you still see it, but I think back maybe in your time, you saw more of like it's the whole family is invested in what you're trying to do, whether it's coaching or a different a different profession, you know. Exactly, and. Uh, now there's more, I guess, a little more separation between work life and family life. Yeah. It's just fine, but it's just an interesting uh, differences in how uh, the, um, the American sort of culture. Exactly. You know? And now, you're over there at prep. You're there maybe once a week. You can come back and see what's going on. or You're in Annapolis well, now. For, I, yeah, I sold, right? sold my house just a couple weeks ago. I actually sold it to prep. It's yeah. right above where the road right above where prep is and uh moved down to uh south river down i guess five miles from annapolis didn't know whether i would uh be able to tolerate or not because uh nobody moved down with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have a son that lives in the next creek over but uh uh it it turned out very well i had a wonderful experience this past year and um I'm looking forward to continue doing it. And when, even the, in the pan, the pandemic, you got through it. You're healthy, yeah. you know. And um, how was how was the year for you? I mean, I bet there was a lot of hanging out by yourself inside. By inside, or I don't know. Like, what did you do this past year? Oh, I, I've walked. Good. I love yeah. walking. I love walking too. And, yeah. Try to get fifteen thousand steps a day. Come on, which, that's great. Which is not an awful lot. That's still a significant amount. You know, it's not running either. Unfortunately, no, I should no. run, but I stopped that. I, I, you just saw me get back from a run. I love running. Um, you used to be a runner. I used to run. No, yeah. I wasn't a runner, but I'd run. Yeah. <laughs> 
I run uh, obviously to uh, so I can eat cheeseburgers, you know, and French fries, and, <laughs> and I can still fit into my, most of my shorts. But um, also for my mental space, just yeah. to free my mind. I, I don't bring my phone and I don't listen to really anything. So I just let my kind of my thoughts roll, you know. And I love walking. I love walk. I mean, you walk that dog right there, Pongo. You can walk him for an hour, two hours, you know. You uh, can keep on going. You'll you'll quit before he'll quit, you know. <laughs> In that competition. Yeah, and and also uh, I I try to say the rosary every day, and that's a wonderful time to say prayers. It is. So uh, I get that in that way and then i have now i have a pod you know, the ear pods and all yeah those are cool I will then listen to music those are cool aren't they yeah yeah they really are. well now you can listen to podcast if you, uh, if you yeah, want it yeah i showed you the purple app on the phone hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of interesting stuff out there yeah. you know uh the whole and this past year with the pandemic a lot of people have picking up picked up like they picked up they bought this equipment you know it's it's reason it's reasonably priced i got all this for probably around four hundred dollars wow um and uh it's the a lot of people got into it as a hobby you know being at home and uh listening to a lot of podcasts but then like all right you know what i have interests that i could talk about you know and maybe talk about with some other people on this thing, and then put it out there. People, other people are interested. Will listen to it and create a conversation. It helps you keep your sanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for the most part, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I love walking. Fifteen thousand steps is a good. That's a great number. Yeah. I have one of these things on my thing on my wrist. Sixty-seven hundred right now. Yeah. It's just after a run. But now. you're running. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Big difference. <laughs> that is a big difference. Um, so you, lo- I, I love, uh, well, being on the water. So, so you said you're on the South River. No, it's, uh, it's a creek off South River. Oh, cool. South River, yeah. Cool. Can you see the water from your house? Yeah. My, my property goes down to the water. How good and, is that? Uh, my sister lives on one side of me and my brother used to live on the other side of me. Now he's deceased and, uh, it's his son that lives there. So it's like a little family place. They, they bought the original house. In uh, 1924. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, in those days, you know, if you got down there without getting a flat tire, you've really accomplished something. <laughs> you know? But uh, they've come a long way there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Very good. Uh, so, you, so your sister's next to you. My sister lives next to me. Were you, were you the first in, or she, could you follow your lead? Uh, well, she's a summer resident. Okay. I, I, I should clarify that. Uh, she hasn't, she hasn't followed me down completely. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're full time down there. I'm full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it. I mean, the people down there are so nice, and uh, you go out for a walk. Everybody speaks, mm-hmm. uh, and the roads are not real fast roads. They're all uh, glorified paths, I guess you could say. And uh, nobody wears a mask. Yeah. Uh, everybody speaks. Yeah. Really nice. It's amazing. I always think of that about Annapolis. I spent a year in Annapolis. Um, and uh, how, how it's just not, it's an easy drive from where we are right now in Georgetown Prep. You know, it's 40 minutes. Like, yeah, about it's a fair 40 minute drive. And it's 
a totally different sort of uh, not totally different, but it's a lot more relaxed. Much, yeah, much more. You know, much more different, different sort of culture. You you, you get far enough away from the Beltway mm-hmm. and what's inside the Beltway. You know, I'm gonna stay away from that. <laughs> get the right <laughs> you're not, idea. You're not gonna get me involved with that. You get the right idea, Coach. Uh, <laughs> but you know how I feel. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I do. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Um, so over there, so you come back to this, to our, this area about once a week. Right now I am. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? Oh. Today you just, you were just at a, a mass over at prep, right? Do what? You were just at mass, mass over at prep. Is that right? Uh, no, actually, uh, today I did. Yeah. yeah today today yeah. I did. Yeah. 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 Uh, football match. Coach Pero had a football match. Yeah. That's special. It was re- really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is for the young men that are going to be coming out for football next year. Okay, great. Just to teach them how to do it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they can act like they've been there before. Yeah, there when they go. get there next year. Yeah. I remember going to those masses every game day. Uh-huh. Did you start that tradition? I started that. I picked it up when I was a student at Gonzaga. That's what. Well, actually, they didn't have mass. They had a visitation the day of a ball game. Mm-hmm. And then when I was coaching in Blessed Sacrament, I started the mass and uh, carried it on over to prep mass the day of the ball game. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. Uh, good way I, to get started. Good way to get started. Yeah. That right into the south room for a meal. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. And take your time, get over there, get your stuff on, get warmed up. It's special, uh, the lead up to the game. Yeah. The butterflies. Butterflies. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Big time. And then the joy afterwards. The or first the, the first the, snap. Yeah. It's like all that stuff just recedes and goes away, and you're locked in and you're focused. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's special. On a beautiful, like, crisp fall, you know, Saturday. Um, did you guys all you guys play any uh Friday night games? Uh, we don't Friday have, night we, lights. We don't, <laughs> or I don't know if we, you had lights. We, we didn't have lights in that. <laughs> you now. play when the sun is out. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, when I started at prep, the track was around the football field, mm-hmm. and the, what we had for stands was inside the track. Mm-hmm. So, I guess you could seat maybe <laughs> two hundred and fifty or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not not very big stands. And very, very definite. The track was cinder, which uh, uh, created a lot of problems when you have track meet and you want to try to get the track in good shape so the kids can run. Yeah, and especially when you have somebody like Father Dugan around. He, mm-hmm. Father Dugan was a prefect of discipline, and the boy the punishment that he had for the resident students. When they acted up, he would make them take their beds, especially when they were late for class, take their beds, disassemble them, carry them down to the track, take one lap around the track, dragging them, <laughs> and then take them back apart again and then take them up to their room. I mean, they, they, they weren't late a second time. <laughs> uh, one time's enough. <sighs> yeah, that, that, the, the lesson gets driven home. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> something you said for the old school discipline. Oh boy! You know, there's some wonderful people. There's some wonderful people there now too. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I will never forget. Uh, I, came, I came in the first first year I was there. I came in for the, it was the second game, and I walked into the office and I said, "Right, the morning of the game." I said, "How are we doing, Father?" He said, oh, "I'm doing fine, but you're not." I said, "What's the matter?" He said, "Boy, you're." 
players, three starters, got in trouble today, and they're not going to be allowed to play this afternoon. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, uh, uh, "Okay, Father." Uh, okay. I turned around, uh, okay. started walking out. <laughs> started walking out. And he said, "I'm just kidding." Oh, <laughs> I could have killed him. <laughs> oh God, you got a sense of humor. Yeah, he he did. Uh, Father Dugan, he he was very very beloved. Anybody that listens to this podcast, who's of my vintage and went to prep, knows Father Dugan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right, and at prep. What's named after Father Dugan? Is the Father, the patio. Yeah. There's a patio right outside the dining room. Beautiful place. Cool. Yeah. I remember seeing his name over there. Yeah. Was he the was he the head he said he was head prefect of discipline. Yeah. He he had every hat, real. Okay. In those days, you know, there weren't uh, there were probably half the number of students of what we yeah. have now. And you had a lot of hats. You wore a lot of hats. Yeah. One of his was the prefect of discipline. Yeah. Everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, the um, the, ro- the rosaries. Uh, I, when you walked in here, I saw you had the rosary with you. You know, mm-hmm. from, coming right from from prep. Um, how is so? How how many guys came out for the, the or how many people were at the mass? Would you say how many kids? These are all I, these are all prospective football players, correct? Yeah. For the yeah. fall. Yeah, they either played JV before or something like that, and then yeah. moving up to the varsity or played for, uh, varsity maybe the previous year. Uh, I, I would say there's probably 55, great. Something, something like that. That's great. That's great. And, uh, Is your favorite season the fall? By is my favorite season the fall. Here, I, I love all the seasons. There now, we go. But the favorite, favorite is the fall. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's played such excitement a of it. large role in your life. Yeah, yeah. leaves and the smell and the football. Yeah, you know. But exactly. you answered it right. I think the first time. But all the see all seasons have their perks. Um, we're getting ready. We're right on the cusp of turned over to summer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my kind of maybe similar to you. Um, you have a strong affinity to football, and I do kind of as well. But I like the spring. Mm-hmm. You know, and lacrosse. Everything new. I love the idea of everything coming back. Yeah. You know, yeah. the the life springing eternal coming back to the area. Yeah. And, Definitely. Uh, it's, uh, anyway. Um, but uh, any, uh, we're going to ready to wrap it up here, but any, yeah. any parting words Just, or any stories well, or anything? Or? Maybe, maybe a quick little story. Uh, sure. I guess, I guess the year before I started coaching at prep, and the reason they didn't have people knocking down the doors to coach, uh, they did not score a touchdown in IAC competition. They didn't <laughs> didn't win a ball game. Mm-hmm. God bless the team. Didn't of score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't out of the league, but not in the league. I understand. And uh, the first year uh, we ended up being five hundred, but. Some of my friends were saying, "Why are you taking a job like that?" I mean, you know, why do you why do you want to coach there? Yeah, they, they can't do a thing. Well, I'd I'd seen some film, and four of their starters were freshmen, mm-hmm. and they were really good. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't because I came there; it was because we had those that talent down the freshmen, and then they moved up to sophomore. Uh, they uh, finished five hundred. 
And then junior year, they undefeated. Senior year, they lost one game. And uh, just a wonderful, wonderful bunch of kids. I bet you remember your first class. <clears throat> I, I, I do remember the first class. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell you a cute story. Mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, coaching grade school basketball and baseball mm-hmm. while I was a varsity coach at prep. Yeah. And the uh, grade school kids, I had them all call me Jimmy. They all called me Jimmy. <laughs> and prep insisted I be called Mr. Fagan. Mm-hmm. So I had I had the team, the varsity football team over at the house looking at game film. And the basketball and baseball team from Blessed Sacrament came in. Jimmy this, Jimmy that. And all these high school kids looking back and forth. What are these snotty-nosed little brats? <laughs> Who raised you? Yeah. But, but fortunately, and Father Morrow was right, I, I told him I, I'd like to be called Jimmy. He said, no, no, not here. You go, you're Mr. Fagan. Yeah, yeah. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Do, what, do what the boss tells you, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's, yeah, that's funny. It's funny. Um, anyway, uh, coach is such a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I, I love here being here with you. Yeah, it's, very, very nice. I wish fun. you, I wish you all the luck in the world. Too. Thank you so much for saying it. Yeah, yeah. Always uh, enjoy running into you. Like I said, you were, um, you didn't retire, but like you stopped coaching right when I, my, my first year playing football. Year, yeah, you know. Uh, but I was. Uh, you drove me away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Garish no, kid, no. I got to put decision. up with him. Yeah, tough, um, tough decision, but I had the right man ready. What was it? I mean, just not maybe one more question, but what? How old were you when you decided to turn over the the reins, the whistle? Uh, it was it was ninety six. Right, thirty two from ninety six. Um, <laughs> sixty four. Okay, yeah, yeah. When I when I turned them over to Danny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, it just felt right. When when you decided to turn let let Danny be the head coach of uh, prep, yeah. right? Just it just the timing just felt right for you. To- oh, it felt like perfect time. You have, yeah, you know, <clears throat> funny thing, he was <clears throat> excuse me, he was an assistant coach for a couple of years, and uh, I would recommend people would call me and I'd recommend them to take a job of a couple of the area schools. It was killing me to do that because yeah. I didn't want to lose him. Yeah, and fortunately. He didn't take any of the jobs, and uh, he was there when time was right. I, said, I better go now, <laughs> <laughs> or he's gonna get snagged. Yeah, bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's selfless of you to do it for the, the school to keep uh, Danny's there. You know. Yeah, well, we were very lucky to have. Him. <laughs> Amen. Totally. 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 And he to- he coached at your school, right? For he coached at he yeah. Teaching. He was at uh, Modern Day. Yeah. Uh, he taught me from my first interaction with uh, with uh, Mr. Perro. Coach Perro was uh, sixth grade English, maybe. <laughs> you know? I think so. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, know what? He also like coached me like second grade PE or third grade PE, and he was like the quarterback. And he's got an arm, right? Oh, he has an arm. And he would fire those like little K two footballs, those Nerf footballs in there at you, and they had some velocity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hit you in the hands. You got to catch the ball, <laughs> Coach. It's coming, buddy. It's humming. Yeah, you know it's what? coming he, with some heat on it. He can still do it. Oh yeah, he can still do athlete. it. Athlete, talk about an what athlete. A, what a great athlete. Oof. Oh, 
And then, yeah, he, uh, but uh, great memories. And every time I see you is, uh, is a good time. So I, I always enjoyed it. As I was saying earlier, I never really played under you or whatever, but I always looked up to you. And later in life, when I became uh, an adult and stuff, uh, I, I really enjoy our interactions. Well, you're very kind. Thank you very much. You bet. I enjoy you. You bet. All right, Coach. Good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Billy. Right. Thank Bye -bye. you. That was very nice. Very.